There is something with you, something unseen, but something comfortable, something good, and something powerful. And let's just know that that something is spirit. That something is what we call or who we call God. Because God never, ever leaves us. That spirit is always with us. And at this time, we commune with that spirit. So we know that that spirit is blessing us. That spirit is loving us. That spirit is protecting us. That spirit that never, ever leaves us. So we just relax in that knowing and in that feeling and in that joy that we are always protected, always safe, always in the arms and in the love of spirit. So we just bless ourselves right now and know that we are so loved and so blessed and at peace. If any other thoughts try to come in about what you have to do or what you forgot or what you what you should have done or what you could have done, let it go. And just be here in this moment, knowing that God loves you so much. So just feel that gentle breeze caressing your body. Feel the warmth of the sun on you. And if you put yourself by the ocean, just feel and smell the ocean breeze. And realizing that God created everything that you see, everything that you feel, all that you are, and everything that is, was created by God, the Creator. And in you, that power, that love, is present, has never left you, will never leave you. Each one of us, we are so blessed and so loved. And as we just sit in that idea and just sit knowing that we are the beloved. We are the beloved. And this is a new day. The past is gone. The future is yet to be. And all we have is now. So sit in this now and know and keep remembering that you are so loved.
we bring our attention back to this space and leave this peaceful place I thank you for joining me in this meditation 
So it is.
Good morning and God's morning to everyone. Welcome to the Art of Living Church Ministries. Please join us this morning as we have our opening song, Stand By Me by Karen Gibson and the Kingdom Choir. Tart. When the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only light we see no i won't be afraid no i won't be afraid just as long as you stand, stand by me. So darling, darling, stand by me. Stand by me. Yes, stand by me. Stand by me. Stand by me. If the sky that we look upon should tumble and fall or the mountains should crumble to the sea I won't cry I won't cry no I won't shed a tear just as long you stand, stand by me. So darling, darling, stand, stand by me. Stand by me. Stand by me. Yeah. Stand by me. Stand by me. Stand by me. Whenever you're in trouble, won't you stand? Stand by me, stand by me, so darling, darling, stand by me. 
Stand by me, stand by me, stand by me. Thank you, Tariq. We will now have our announcements by Dr. Tyson Morris. Our mission and purpose statement. The Art of Living provides a spiritual environment where everyone can develop spiritually for a personal and worldwide improvement. We believe life itself is an art form. Our purpose is to evolve and reveal the art of living through the teachings of the universal principle of love. Please feel free to encourage your family and friends to call in and participate with us at AOL. If anyone present or has a family member who would like to like a practitioner session or prayer, please let coordinator assistant Vest Franklin know after today's service. Please make your contributions with your tithes and offerings to AOL where you get your spiritual edification, made payable by check or direct deposit to AOL Church or mail to Art of Living Religious Science Ministries, P.O. Box 4474, Inglewood, California, 90309. Luke 638 states, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. Have a happy Martin Luther King Day Monday. And this has been Dr. Tyson Morris with today's announcement. Blessings and namaste. Thank you, Dr. Tyson. And now I would like all the listeners to please mute your phones. And you can do that by pressing star six on your phone. Thank you. I want you to know that you might not be aware, but every little ruffle of paper, you have a microphone on your phone and it picks up everything. So I just want you to, if you can, please mute your phones. Thank you. And now I would like to announce our, 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 our um, excuse me, person that I know and care very much for. It's time for our reading and our prayer. We're going to have that by practitioner Kenneth Morris. I'm right here, Reverend Dorothy. Thank you. <laughs> your, your name is so powerful. <laughs> All right, I'm reading from the 365 Science of Mind, a year of daily wisdom from Ernest Holmes, and I'm reading for January 15th. I lift up my cup of acceptance, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you that ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. That's from 2 Corinthians 9.8. We lift up our cup of acceptance to the divine bounty when we think affirmatively and give thanks to the giver of all life. Daily, we should practice affirming that our cup is filled and running over, always remembering that what we affirm for ourselves, we must affirm for others. Living and letting live, giving and receiving, loving and being loved. Our cup of acceptance will be filled from the horn of God's abundance. I am living in the continual expectancy that every good thing in my experience shall be multiplied. There is neither doubt nor uncertainty in my 
mind. Every denial is transformed into an affirmation, every negation into an acceptance, every no into a yes. And I know that spirit of God has made me and the breath of the almighty has given me life. I have complete confidence in the spirit. I know that I am beloved and needed. I feel at home with God. Today is filled with blessings for myself and others. The past is gone and I gladly loose it and let it go. The present is filled with peace and joy and the future with hope. Gratefully, I accept of the divine love and givingness and gladly extend them to everyone I meet. I am made whole with the wholeness of spirit. Gently, but with complete certainty, I am guided into right action and successful accomplishment of all good desires. This I accept, this I experience. And so it is. And now let us get ourselves ready for today's opening speech. I ask you to take a deep breath. Breathe in, let it go. Take another deep breath. In, hold it and let it go. And one last cleansing breath. Take it in, hold it and let it go. Let us be still blocking out all distractions and experience the consciousness that is here in this moment. And as we turn within to the almighty creator of the universe, perfect peace and perfect love that is God, I speak for everyone under the sound of my voice. Bless us and minister to everyone here at this very moment. Let that light of God show up in their life and allow all to have a very good Sunday today. In spite of all that's going on in the world, allow all of us to continue to find peace that passes all understanding in the midst of it all. Bless this service today and all who are involved in it right here and right now. Bless our speaker, Reverend Joan Jacobs, with the confidence and great ability required to deliver the excellent message she will give us today. We appreciate her blessed anointing and we know she will do well as she always does. Bless all who are assembled here today and bless the entire AOL congregation. Touch all who are experiencing health challenges if they are in the hospital or at home. Touch their bodies now with the healing. Help anyone who has a financial need and bless every home represented here today. With gratitude and humility, I now give thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Father, Mother God, for all your many blessings, even the ones we often take for, take for granted. I now release this prayer to the universe for demonstration, knowing it will return completely manifested in full. I let this be so, and together let us all say, and so oh, it is. is. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Practitioner Kenneth Morris for your beautiful opening reading and prayer. It was very heartfelt and inspiring. I know we were all moved by that radiant energy, but we felt that divine connection with spirit as your prayers moved through us. God bless you. You are indeed a powerful prayer. Thank you. <clears throat> 
Our theme for this month is understanding the principles. January also represents beginnings. And we review the four core principles of science of mind, which are the thing itself, the way it works, what it does, and how to use it at the beginning of each year. Our scripture for today is now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us, is us. Ephesians 3.20. Our speaker for today is Reverend Joan Jacobs and her topic is what it does. We will now have a musical selection before our speaker today by uh, Tariq. Uh, to God be the glory, Nikki Harris.
a true song to God be the glory and every day we can say that and so now it comes to the moment we've all been waiting for um, this is the as we say the on the entree of the whole thing our speaker for today really needs no introduction she's one of our own we know her we love her she's been with us since the very beginning and I know she's telling me not to be too long. So without any further ado, I'm going to bring to you Reverend Joan Jaycox, who's going to give us today what it does. Good morning, everyone. To God be the glory. Wow, that song is so powerful. It just generates my whole body. But it's so wonderful to be here today. And I have come to think of the Autumn Living Church of Religious Science as a community community. And at AOL, we strive to teach, uplift, stimulate, and serve our community. So say to yourself, if it is to be, it's up to me. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, Romans 12, 2. And also think about no limit to thought. And when we think something happens to thought, we think, we think. The field through which thought operates is infinite. There is no reason to doubt it. And no matter how it is approached to thought, there is to be no limit. So we will say that it is the nature of our being. And most everything we, we do here is through thought. Here and now, we are surrounded by and immersed in an infinite good. How much of this infinite good is ours? All of it. And how much of it may we have to use? As much of it as we can embody. So January is a time when we renew, review, and reinforce the science of mind principles. It is also a time when new goals and resolutions are made. I don't know how many of you have made resolutions this year. I always make a resolution and that is procrastination for me. I don't know what it is for you. But reviewing these principles is designed to help all of us get back on track. Change your mind, change your life. Psalms 103.4 says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. 
it is very important to remember God is all there is. This is the month of beginnings. January and on Monday, January the 17th, is the celebration of Dr. Martin Luther King. Many ask the question, what would Dr. King do today about such an issues like gun violence, income inequality, same-sex marriages, and so on? But all of us who have studied Dr. King and his movement don't have to speculate as to what he would say because he left us a body of work and opinions that provide an indication. Dr. King was only 39 when he died. Wow. Dr. King would say that the challenge of the 21st century is whether or not we will commit ourselves to current and future policies of government that encourages and foster nonviolence. In a speech of 1967 titled America's Chief Moral Dilemma, he said, we suffer from a kind of poverty of spirit which stands in glaring contrast to our scientific and technological abundance. We have learned to swim the seas like fish, fly the air like birds, yet we have not learned the simple art of working and walking the earth like brothers. Monday is scheduled for the Kingdom Day Parade, and I really hope they can do it. All this rain we didn't anticipate, but you know, God, you never know. I mean, just like now, it was raining a little bit. Now it's almost dry outside. <laughs> And maybe in 10 more minutes, it will be pouring down raining. So we don't know. I just hope that the um, Martin Luther King Parade can go on because so many people are looking forward to it. Martin Luther King's work is an example of what spirit does if you let it. He opened himself to spirit to guide him in many major decisions that affected many lives. He and Malcolm X agreed to work together to bring us in unity. The science of mind teaches that because God is all there is in the universe and not just present in heaven, its power can be used by all humans to the extent that they recognize and align themselves with his presence. Ernest Holmes said, God is not a person, but a universal presence. It's already in our own soul, already operating through our own consciousness. God is not outside of ourselves, but in each and every one of us. We suffer from a, a kind of poverty of spirit, which stands in a, a glaring contract to technology. We have learned to swim the seas like fish, as Martin Luther King said. And yet we still don't know how to... Um, get along as brothers. And as a practitioner, Kenneth Morris said, it's so much going on around us, so many things going around us. And it's hard for you not to come up with an opinion or feel a certain way or do certain things, but it's okay as long as you don't hang on to stuff. You know, we know now that thoughts are things. So if we hang on to the wrong thoughts, we know that we will bring that contrast to us. So let us think about the Kingdom Day Parade in Los Angeles, which usually happens on um, the federal league holiday that we all have. If you're a federal employee, some people don't recognize it and some people do. 
But Martin, Martin Luther King's work is an example of what spirit does if you let it. He opened himself to spirit to guide him in making major decisions that affected many lives. He and Malcolm X agreed to work together to guide us into unified paths. They wanted us to unite as spiritual brothers and sisters with respect for one another. The science of mind teaches that because God is all there is in the universe and not just presence in heaven, that the power can be used by all humans to the extent that they recognize and align themselves with his presence. Ernest Holmes said, God is not a person, but a universal presence. It's already in our soul, already operating through our own consciousness. God is not outside of ourselves, but in each and every one of us. We know that Martin Luther King wouldn't advocate what's being presented today. We know that he was a part of a bigger picture, a bigger movement. He lived with danger every day. And he brought back from Gandhi a non-white humanity to the United States of America. He was considered a radical. And his speech, the drum major, if you listen to that speech, wow, when I heard it, it floored me. It made me know what a mind he had. Wow. We have a whitewashed version of Martin Luther King. And the slogan that his family said and adopted is, don't celebrate, activate. We are thinking, willing, knowing conscious centers of life. And we are surrounded and immersed in and there, flowing through us, a creative something. Call it what you will. The sum total of all our thought, will, purpose, and belief creates a tendency in this law that causes it to react to us according to the sum total of that belief. Ignorance of the law excuses no one from its effect. I'm going to repeat that. Ignorance of the law excuses no one from its effect. That's why we want to um, people who are around us who will listen and who want to know, we will let them know what we know. We will teach them if they want to be taught. This is what we're here for, to do, to teach them and for us to learn, to grow, and to spiritually evolve. Because ignorance of the law excusing no one from its effect. If then certain specific ways of thought and belief have produced limitations, other beliefs will change them. We must learn to believe. The approach should be direct and should be specific because there is no limit to thought. Jesus the Christ stated, you reach what you reap, what you sow, and the bread you cast upon the water comes back to you, gives you the power to choose. And he mentioned the law of attraction is one aspect of that law. Personal responsibility is a major tenet in the science of mind. The science of mind teaches that people can achieve more fulfilling lives through the practical, practical teaching of spiritual mind treatment. And that is affirmative prayer. It is a step-by-step -step process, which one states the desired outcome at, 
as if it has already happened. In that way, it differs from traditional prayer since it does not ask an entity separate from itself to act. It declares human partnership with infinite intelligence to achieve success. As Dorothy Watts said, Reverend Dorothy Watts said, to connect with the thing itself, we pray affirmatively. The practice is called, as I said, spiritual mind treatment. But first of all, let us look around us and be grateful for what we see and do. Let us concentrate on what we want and not what we don't want. That is so important. Right here and right now, we have people we know and love who may be famous, who may not be famous to the world, but is famous to us. And we want to think about them. We want you to think about yourselves. We want it to go to your heart. And these people who have embraced the science of mind and how to use it and all the parts of the science of mind are Reverend Dorothy Watts, Dr. Reverend O.C. Smith, practitioner Robert Leslie, practitioner Kenneth Morris, Sheila Mitchell, Amanda Shipman, Crystal Rogers, Lenny King, Sean Rogers, Cinderella Clay, Cinderita Clay, sorry, and Reverend Tizer, Tizer Morris, Tarek Sahali, Beth Franklin, and many more, and many more. I may not see all the names right now, but every name that I said, I can tell you something about them that I know, where they have always, always, since I've known them, practiced what they learned. And as they practice what they learned, I have always seen them encourage and try to teach others who would listen. If they would listen, they would know. Mm-hmm. So, as Dorothy Watts said, as I said, connect the thing itself, we must pray affirmatively. The practice, the treatment starts with recognition, unification, realization or acceptance, thanksgiving and release. Now, here's some examples of what we've been saying for the last three Sundays. The TV being the thing itself, it's showing the programs, the way it works. It can pick up the signals. And Ray Charles said, I'm going to use it to do what it do. (laughs) What it does from the Science of Mind text by Ernest Holmes says, intelligence can equate us with its idea only as we are able and willing to receive them. Able and willing to receive them. When we study the science of mind, we should never expect to derive benefits that it doesn't contain. Although we are surrounded and immersed in an infinite intelligence, we must never expect to derive benefits that it doesn't contain. The spirit can give us only what we can take it puts you in the driver's seat. It reveals itself only as we partake of its nature. It can only tell us what we can understand. And when I when I when I say this, I, I just encourage people to 
to read more, to meditate more, to be in silence, do these things so that you, you will have more understanding because it can only tell us what we can understand. The infinite knowingness becomes our wisdom only in such a degree as we embody it. The universe is impersonal. It gives a life to all. It is beautiful to know that every man stands in the shadow of the almighty. The pure in heart see God. As Yogi Bhajan says, if you can't see God in all, you can't see God at all. We look too far for reality. Mind in the universe constitutes or receptivity of all of it and how we receive it. What it does. Self-awareness. Our work is self-awareness. How to be truly honest. How to know the truth that sets us free. And how to enter into an awareness of a power working through you. Duality? Uh-uh. We do not believe in duality. In religious science, we believe there is one God, one reality. There is one law of life. We either abuse that law or we use it. The power of choice. In our teaching, we let you know that you have the power of choice. And you don't have to remain in any set of undesirable or uncomfortable situations. Remember that. Change your thinking and change your life. Think about what you want and not what you don't want. In religious science, we believe one God, one reality, one law. We either abuse that law or we use it. What it does, this present works through all of us. It provided Dr. Martin Luther King with information vital to the growth and development to the civil rights movement. So ask yourself, how did this happen? Did King allow himself to listen to spirit? Jesus the Christ absolutely knew that it was the divine presence within that does the work. He said many times, it is the father, spirit, or divine presence that does the work. Buddha knew that the divine presence was guiding him. Affirmative prayer. Our teaching is based on what we call treatment or affirmative prayer, as I said before. And during the, the first weeks here, we go over the affirmative prayer. A treatment consists of five steps, clears the thought of negation of doubt and fear, and causes it to perceive the ever presence of God. These five steps are called recognition, unification, realization, thanksgiving, and release. First, we recognize the spirit of God as goodness, a loving presence, a divine power, always available. The next step, unification. What are you unified with? This is a, re a real study. It may take weeks or months. Dr. Holmes has stated that unification is based upon the principle as Jesus taught, that they may all be one, even as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee and they also in us. This is the consciousness of God in man. The word unity signifies the union of parts drawn together into one perfect whole, one life 
of which we are a part, one intelligence of which we are a part, one substance which is brought into manifold manifestation. Transformation from prayer. A Reverend George Marks opened a pamphlet called Guide to Creative Thinking. And he said, and he saw this quote, to quote from the Creed pamphlet was the third step, realization. Realization is the step in which you realize how you feel and how things are as you receive that for which you are treating. In other words, you visualize and feel the experiences as though they were actually happening right now. This is the goal of realization step and treatment, to build the strongest possible feeling of already having what you want. He continued to quote from the article, the fourth step is thanksgiving. You know that the omnipotent spirit is already creating what you have treated for. You are happy and excited and grateful. So you say, thank you, God. You have a thankful heart and you show it. Reverend Hornaday said, when he, asked, when he was asked to define his philosophy, he used the word gratitude. He also said he asked Mahatma Gandhi, what word would he use? And he used the word gratitude. Dr. Hornaday was surprised because he said, why would he use gratitude? And there are so many other words that he could have used. And then he realized he had used a simple English word which conveys a lot. The release. Reverend Hornaday went on. The fifth step of a religious science treatment or meditative prayer is the release. You release the treatment to the infinite power and intelligence of God's law for demonstration. The law of mind is automatic in its action and will produce precisely what has been accepted in the treatment. All of this has to do with your thinking in your mind and it might take practice, but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth the treatment. It's worth all of this. The gold of religious science. What is the gold of religious science? Peace, said Dr. Bill, and by peace he meant peace of mind within the individual. Unless I have peace within myself, how can I share it? How can I be promoted worldwide? How can I express my peace with others? Unless I have peace, experience love within myself and love of God, <coughs> excuse me, it must come from within before it can be shared with others. I thought about what he said. How does a religious scientist become whatever the right word would be, realized, fulfilled, or awakened? What is the process? People of all faiths believe in a power greater than we are, but they do not understand the power. Our hope then is to bring this into fruition. Call it awakening if you wish. You wish then to bring greater hey, understanding and awakening to people of all faiths. Greater understanding regarding the oneness, the oneness of God. First of all, through our example, 
through our teaching, we are resolvers of hate. We are not disturbers. Love is something wonderful. The love of a person reaches out little by little. What it does, think dreams, think great thoughts. It will allow you to think beyond ordinary thoughts and ideas and propel you by lifting your thoughts to the extraordinary. Know this day that the divine inspiration within is allowing you to move, to grow spiritually and evolve. This can only be done by the choices you make. Make this day the first day of the rest of your life and be very selective about choices. Think on thoughts that will assist you in reaching your goals for this year and on forward. And know that the presence within will guide and assist you in reaching your goals. This is what it does. And so is the lesson and so it is. Thank you, Reverend Joan. Let's give her a hand. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. I want to thank you for your inspiring lesson on what it does. We certainly have a good understanding of what Dr. Holmes intended for us to know about the science of mind. Let us know that that divine connection you shared with us goes in and through us, for us, as us, and allows us to accomplish the things we want in life. And as the song you selected was so appropriate, to God be the glory, for it allows us to do all the things that we desire. And I love the, all the facts shared about Dr. Martin Luther King and letting us know how he moved through on his journey, expanding different things and sharing all the stuff that he could to bless us to know that we certainly have to open ourselves up to that inner power and trust in a power greater than ourselves to move through the things that we desire. I just think it's wonderful. And you certainly mentioned how so many people that you have witnessed or, or, or using the science of mind teaching. You mentioned myself, which I feel very good about, Dr. O.C. Smith, practitioner Robert Leslie, practitioner Kenneth Morris, Sheila Mitchell, Miss Amanda Shipman, Crystal Rogers. I wrote all the names down. Lenny King, Sean Rogers, Reverend Cinderetha Clay, and Reverend Dr. Kaiser Morris. You mentioned Tarek Sahali and Vest Franklin and many, many more. That was beautiful. I wrote it down, everybody. I paid good attention, didn't I? Okay, so I'm just sharing a few of these things with you. Thank you, Reverend Joan. And I know everyone is going to be able to comment later on on your wonderful lesson on what it does. We certainly understand it. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Now, um, now it is time for our selection on... Uh, by Billy Preston, you can't beat God giving. Sorry.
We all know that is so true. Thank you, Billy Preston. You can't beat God giving. Thank you so much. Um, right now, it is time for us to have Reverend Joan to bless the offering. <clears throat> Reverend Joan. Thank you. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Luke 6, 38. Infinite presence, I give thanks for the abundance that is ours to share. We give thanks for the substance that we are blessed to give. Thank you, God, for those who are giving generously of themselves to support the AOL ministry. Lord, we ask that your blessing shine upon tenfold or greater. Thank you, God, for lifting us up and blessing this ministry. Amen, and so it is. So it is. I want to thank everyone for their donations to AOL. They are greatly appreciated. And I want you to know that we are playing, pray over them now. And as they come in, I bless and pray over them again. Okay. Right now, it is time for Reverend Dr. Kaiser Morris and the virtual prayer. Dr. Kaiser? The Art of Living Church is a learning environment which we develop to unfold through the teaching of the universal principle of love. We believe the ultimate goal of life is to be a complete emancipation from all discord of every nature, and that this goal is sure to be attained by all. AOL is grateful to be connecting with people all over in surrounding cities and states. I pray, believing and knowing that every listener receives something transformative, a revelation through today's inspired lesson by our speaker, Reverend Joan Jacobs. 
that we learn to walk together like brothers and sisters. I believe that right action is now happening for our AOL church, the AOL family members, and the guest listeners in every area of your life. In your understanding, mind, body, and soul, your health, your finances, love, family, and all of your your endeavors. The AOL family members are forever protected in this thing called life. Members present or not present until we meet again. With great gratitude and a sincere, humble heart, I allow this to be so, and so it is done. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Tysa. And now it is time for Cindy's Corner. Reverend Cindy? Good morning. And uh, I'd just like to close out the talk on um, Dr. King. Uh, Dr. King was 26 years old when he started on this journey, this commitment which turned out to be um, his life for 39 years. And uh, while in Boston, he met uh, Coretta Scott King, who was um, in school there studying uh, music, because she was a singer. They were married in 1953 and had four children. Uh, He lived... um, a tumultuous life after that because he got immersed into the civil rights movement. And I'd just like to read um, his first speech. He said, we have no alternative but to protest. For many years, we have shown an amazing patience. We have sometimes given our white brothers the feeling that we liked the way we were being treated. But we come here tonight to be saved from the patience that makes us patient with anything less than freedom and justice. These words were introduced to the country of first voice, a skillful rhetoric, and an inspiring personality and a time, a dynamic new doctrine of civil struggle. Although King's home was dynamited and his family's safety threatened, he continued to lead the boycott until one year and a few weeks later, the buses would be segregated. Dr. King was our leader and our, our person that we looked up to for years in order to lead us to a better place, a much loving place. And that happened. But from what I'm seeing now, we took a long step forward. Now I'm seeing steps backwards. But we're not going to let that continue. We're going to continue fighting and continue moving on. And I'd like to read uh, the last, not the last speech, but a speech that he wrote um, from Birmingham jail. Okay, let's see what's happening with this computer. Okay, here it is. Oh. One 
sorry about this. He says from the Birmingham jail, you may well ask, why direct action? Why sit-ins, marches, and so forth? Isn't negotiation a better path? You are quite right in calling for negotiation. Indeed, this is the very purpose of direct action. Nonviolent direct action seeks to create such a crisis and foster such a tension that a community which has constantly refused to negotiate is forced to confront the issue. Near the end of the Birmingham campaign, in an effort to draw together the multiple forces for peaceful change and to dramatize to the country and to the world the importance of our mission, he was able to do that through fight civil rights movement and sit-ins and marches. And that is my um, take on Dr. King. And tomorrow, uh, I don't know if everybody knows, but there's parades begins at 11. And if you don't want to go, it says it's going to be raining. It'll be uh, televised town seven. So it is. Thank you, Reverend Cindy. Let's give her a hand. That was beautiful. We thank you for that inspirational message on Dr. Martin Luther King. That was very heartfelt. Thank you so much. That was some good research you did, Reverend Cindy, and telling us where to find the permission. Thank you. And um, I listened to your message. It may seem like at moments we're taking a step back, but believe me, we're forever moving forward. I feel it. I feel it. Thank you so much. Thank you. And so Mm -hmm. now we will have our closing song by Tariq. Lean on me by Bill Withers. Brother, when you need a 
understand We all need somebody to lean on Lean on me When you're not strong And I'll be your friend I'll help you carry on For it won't be long Till I'm gonna Somebody to lean on You just call lonely brother When you need a hand We all need somebody to lean on I just might have a problem That you understand We all need somebody to lean on Thank you, Bill Withers. That's true. We all need a friend that we can lean on. And now it is time for the prayer of protection. Reverend Joe? The prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds us. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The love of God enfolds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The power of God protects us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is. Wherever we are, God is. And so it is. And, and so it and is. So it is. So it is. And this ends the list. So it is. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Joan, for the prayer. Amen. Thank you. I want to thank all the participants in the service today. I want to thank practitioner Kenneth Morris for his beautiful opening reading and prayer. I want to thank Taurus Kahali for his talent in helping us to keep the service going. I thank Reverend Dr. Kaiser Morris for her assistance. I thank Reverend Joan for her wonderful lesson, Reverend Cindy for Cindy's Corner, and Bess Franklin for her assistance. Thank you so much. Thank you for your help. And our, I want to announce our speaker for next Sunday. It is none other than the very legendary Reverend Cinderetha Clay. 
She will be speaking on how to use it. I want to remind everyone, if there's anyone who would like to receive a practitioner prayer or to talk to a practitioner or have a session after our service or has a family member or a friend that is in need of prayer, feel free to provide that information to Ms. Vesta Franklin, our coordinator assistant, and she is available at this time. Vess? Hello, I think you're... I have not received any calls, so that means that everybody is doing good. Vess, you might <laughs> want to repeat yourself. We didn't hear you. You were uh, <laughs> muted. Vess? Oh, oh, oh. You want to okay. start again? Thank you. It's Reverend Dorothy, you were muted. There you go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I just unmuted you again. Yep. You're good. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, thank you. Uh, yes, I was going to say that um, everybody must be doing good because I have not received any calls, but just in case, <laughs> um, just in case, uh, call me at 310-293-4457. If you or a family member uh, would like to have a prayer treatment or prayer done privately or by phone, um, that is possible. Uh, if you don't have a minister in mind, a minister will be selected for you. And Reverend Dorothy is always available and also practitioner Ken. So again, my number is 310-293-4457. Thank you. Thank you, Vess. You've just heard from our coordinator assistant and she's available to help you. Please give her a call if you're in need of a prayer and she will put you in touch with myself or any one of the practitioners or ministers. We at the AOL family are here for you. This concludes and ends our service for today. All those who wish to remain for remarks, you can do so at this time. Um, Vess, are you there? Yes. Okay. Yes, thank you. Okay. I'm sorry, I, I, I don't think I did that quite right. I'm kind of new at this, so just give me a, another chance here, please. Uh, we had a wonderful lesson from Reverend Joan. Is there anyone who'd like to comment on the lesson? Um, uh, this is Vess again. Uh, yes, Reverend Joan, I enjoyed your presentation. It was just great, just chocked full of a lot of things that we can you know, practice. And um, one thing that I wrote down was how can I share my peace with others if I don't have it myself? <laughs> Something to think about. Thank you. Well, thank you, Vess. Thank you, Reverend. This is uh, practitioner Ken. Thank you, Reverend Joan, for, uh, for your great message today. You really helped to uh, amplify, you know, what Reverend Dorothy and I did on uh, the previous two Sundays by actually uh, showing us and telling us what it does. Thanks for your references to Doc, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. That helped to make it a whole lot clearer and how what he, it does provided him growth and development for the civil rights movement. Uh, didn't realize, but I, I do realize that he did a whole lot of uh, studying outside of just the Christian religion. And uh, you said that we should yeah. practice what we've learned and what it does works only as we're able to receive the intelligence of what it does. Uh, talked about the law of attraction. I, I wrote that down and thanks for a review of the five steps of the 
prayer treatment. And it's interesting that you mentioned also earlier that um, the poverty of spirit in a world so with so much technology, we've got to be very mindful of not allowing technology to overtake us and our thinking. We need to stay more spiritual. And me and my wife just experienced something like that by watching a movie this week of how AI and technology could take over. And having you uh, remind us of that uh, was really good. And you said uh, dreaming big and thinking big thoughts helps us to move, grow, and become spiritually involved. So thank you very, very much for a, a good message today and really clarifying what it does. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank, thank you. you, Ken. Thank you, Ken. Okay. Is there anyone else? Hi, Hi Reverend Jones. This is Tyra. Reverend Tyra. Um, I just want to chime in. Uh -huh. um, I just wanted to say, like what Ken said about the, um, you know, AI, if anybody doesn't mind seeing a movie that might have a little thrillerness to it, um, the movie called, you can't apologize, just make your word. Anyway, the, the movie is called Megan. Megan. <laughs> Megan, Megan is mm -hmm. about artificial intelligence. She's a robot. And... Um, Mm -hmm. She ends up kind of forming her own personality. So um, it's a great movie to see um, in relationship to what he said about AI. But regarding your message, Reverend Jones, what I would like to say is um, the thing that touched my heart the most is us learning to walk together like brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. I think for me, that's it in a nutshell. If we are, are the branches and the leaves and the stems of each other, if we can just learn to cooperate with one another and have respect for one another, it would be such a beautiful world. So you, you shared many, many points, but that one kind of stood out for me. Thank you for your, your message. It was a great message and a great reminder. And my goal is to learn to walk together like brothers and sisters and work in that direction. And hopefully from that point, there will be branches and leaves and trees and things growing. Thank you so much. And to everybody, to Reverend Cinderith and everybody, um, I'm going to go cook dinner. So have a lovely, lovely Sunday. And thank you for sharing on Martin Luther King. We, we should always be reminded of Martin Luther King's work. So thank you. And everybody have a great Sunday. Take care. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Doctor. Hi, hi, Reverend Joan. This is Cindy, and Doctor Keith would be ninety-four years old today if he was alive. Isn't wow. Wow. But uh, uh, just wanted to thank you for the uh, the lesson, and we need to be reminded of so much. We have so much going on in our own minds and our own lives, in uh, cities and wherever we live. And and we tend to take on a lot of stuff, but uh, you are right. We need to let go of, of of a lot of this stuff that means nothing, and we can't solve everybody's problems. We <laughs> do well to do what's going on in your household. But uh, thank you, thank you for bringing that and reminding me of some stuff I need to do and get. Ready. Thank you, John. <laughs> thank you, Sydney. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Cindy. Is there anyone else? Okay, well, I'd just like to add that there was a tidbit that I wanted to share that I left out. I like the part where you said 
ignorance of the law is no excuse of the effect. And to me, that was sobering because just because you say that you didn't understand, it does not mean anything. You will have the experience just the same. So if you go through a red light and you get a ticket, the fact that you didn't know that the light was red would not excuse the ticket, right? The same is true for life. Thank you, Reverend Joe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so I just love the lesson. I enjoy being with all of you. I want everybody to have a wonderful, wonderful day, a wonderful Martin Luther King Day tomorrow. I hope you enjoy the parade. I hope you have a great time with your family. And I just hope you have a wonderful moment right here with us as we continue. Um, I know Bess is going to be talking to some of you for a few more minutes. Isn't that right, Bess? Uh, yes, for a few more minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, reason why I said a few more minutes, um, it looks like um, we have uh, almost used up most of our time only because uh, you understand Tarek's in Trinidad and we're starting earlier. So um, um, we've actually been on quite a bit longer than what you're aware of. So if you could uh, do it for about 10 or 15 more minutes, I'm good, okay? All right, thank you. If, if, if anyone is, is left, you know, um, it could be that everybody's ready to go. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just letting you know we've been on quite yeah. a while because we have yes. to set up because he's so far away. Right. Thank you. Right. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Okay. 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 All right. Um, for those with us, still with us. Um, oh, okay. Open, open mic. All right. Open mic. <laughs> if anyone uh, uh, has any uh, chit chatter or or uh, whatever, um, we have a few minutes left. Yeah. Okay. So how have you been? I've I've been good. I've been good this week. Uh, oh. Didn't get a lot accomplished, but that's okay. I, I you know it's like I'll do it next week. <laughs> I, I'll I'll go next week. 